0: This is The Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial.
1: Morning, everybody. This is Patrick Donahoe. It is a wonderful week to be alive. It's Thanksgiving. And, you know, I think I'm just lazy because... (laughs) I just keep bringing you back in to the show, man. We
0: have way too much fun. Past we the yams, by the way. Past the yams
1: with the marshmallows. I'm feeling so top.
0: festive, Patrick, and uh, and thank you for having me back. Hey,
1: you know, it is always a pleasure to say to say the least. It there's no one I'd rather have a conversation with on the podcast. Well, I,
0: I think that's a total lie. And, the, and we're on
1: we're on 174, episode yeah. 174, and it's our our conversation last time was awesome we had a ton of we had a ton of raving reviews and i think you know it has to be youtube because you're you're one of those guys where it's like man that guy is like he's cool.
0: I think cool. <laughs> you're out of your mind. <laughs> so, you, so check us out
1: on YouTube. You can actually see Chunga
0: in the flesh. Uh, uh, live that's, in the and, flesh. And there's a lot of flesh there, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's fun to be here on the Well Standard Radio. Uh, for people who may not know, I've got a, an extensive background in the entertainment industry and in radio. Uh, but this is a totally different type of podcast for me to be doing. So, it's fun to come in in a medium and a platform that I feel very, very comfortable in not knowing a whole lot. So what? So basically, you just said
1: that this is just like a totally random, unorganized. Uh,
0: no, what what this is is, um, I, you know, I came out of uh, two different. Uh, uh, comedy, mm-hmm. doing morning radio, mm-hmm. doing comedy, and, and basically celebrity interviews and things like that, and then doing politics as well. Mm-hmm. But in the world of finance, in the world of wealth management, I'm a babe in the woods. I'm learning as we go. I've got a great mentor to teach me here, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> I uh, I don't know a whole lot, so it's kind of nice to come in with a certain skill level at doing this, Get but also education. not knowing anything, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and and taking the part of people who may be listening to this program that aren't financial experts mm-hmm. or not you know working in wealth management but are interested I get to play that role on this show a lot which is wonderful I yeah. think Well money I
1: mean money is money is is related to really in any industry and so it's good because I think that we we build opinion and bias toward a specific way in which we handle our own money Sure and when you when you go in maybe with not a lot of perspective you're able to ask genuine uh, unbiased, really, and and objective type of questions, right? Because you're not vetting, you're not vetting the response based on something you already knew, and that's very seldom do you have that. Most people do carry like this baggage or this lens of the world where you know things have always been a certain way. And it's very typical. It yeah, yeah. So uh, I think yeah. So it's cool to have you on because you know we we this is a very, a very off. I mean, I, lo- I love doing the podcast. That's why we've done it for right? for years. It's and a lot years of fun. And but you come from, you know, really where it's, it's organized and regimented and you do this and you script and you Oh, things. yes. And we're just like totally random. No, man, so. we get to reassociate <laughs> about
0: OODA yes. and Trump <laughs> and, you know, yeah. money. Uh, and these are all things that, that, uh, that everybody, whether you're, again, into finance or not, this is all stuff that everybody can digest and learn something mm-hmm. from, yep. uh, whether you work in the industry or not. And I think this episode is no different. Yep. And that's where we're going to focus on the theme of the season. Okay, right?
1: We're like, okay, gratitude, but you know, gratitude, uh, we were talking before, and I was like that's you know gratitude is very cliche, right? A little Where bit. it's like you know you talk I'm grateful for my mom, I'm grateful for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at you know gratitude as a principle and how does it how does it apply to to money? And I, I think that it absolutely applies in, in a number of ways, not just like okay. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful, you know, that I live in America, which I am, by the way, and thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's more, you know, it's 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 more than that. I think gratitude's like a, it's one of those like principles that's hard. It's easy to talk about, hard to apply. Okay, right, and I think okay. that you know whether it's in a familiar sense or whether it's with a business or with an investment. I mean, the understanding, the principle of gratitude is really important because I think gratitude breaks down all barriers and all walls, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that when you, I don't know, there, there's a saying in, in Massachusetts, right? And you, and you
0: did your, your political spend thing there. spent some time in Boston. Yeah, Absolutely. So my, so my Great parents, city.
1: My parents live on, on Cape Cod. So they okay. Live, you know, about an hour, hour Out and a the half. On the Cape. Beautiful. And, and that's where I grew I mean, I grew up in that area, but there's a saying in Massachusetts where you're, you're referred to as, as a masshole. Right. And the idea is it's like. You, and and you have you know kind of the drivers you know here that you make a wrong turn or whatever. Mm-hmm. There it's like they'll follow you and
0: and jack your car. And did <laughs> <laughs> this happened? No, this did is it no joke. To you? Yeah, absolutely. No way. I was in uh, Charlestown. And I was going from Charlestown. Oh, to, well, that's that's to, yeah. Why. To Dorchester <laughs> and uh, where my radio station was there in Dorchester and uh, mm-hmm. had a guy following me the entire time, just screaming, honking his horn, and going oh, crazy. Geez. I still remember the car it was like a white it Chevrolet. A Hans- it was a Hanson Brothers, Charleston Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell you. Psychos. Listen, I need to tell you a story about that one day, but different, different, different time. But, okay. Uh, I was a Hanson brother for a short time when one of them got sick. No way. Yeah. On Slapshot? Yeah. No, I, I you was. A, yeah, when they would go around the country
1: and do appearances. I should like get down on my knees and just like worship you right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was a Hanson brother, which no I, I'm a hockey goalie. I, I've yeah. been a hockey goalie forever, but the very first time I ever wore regular player skates and carried a regular hockey stick was as a Hanson brother. Oh my gosh. Yeah, with the glasses and the tinfoil on my knuckles, and the, I'll bring in the pictures. Oh. My. Oh my gosh! That yeah. is,
1: that's going up on Facebook.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's uh, it was you know <laughs> wearing the Chiefs uniform and the that's whole thing. Amazing! Gosh. Yeah, it
1: was fun, man. All right, well let's not let's not get off on too it's much. Totally of a tangent. derailed,
0: and that's what you were talking about earlier. but Again,
1: Matt. You know, yeah, The idea behind mass. This is you know this is the danger of getting us two in a room. Right. The but you know get looking at this idea of you know the math you know in massachusetts there's there's a distinction between because uh, it's interesting my mom you know my mom's from the south right she's from uh east tennessee mm-hmm. so we would always go down and and uh we had my my grandparents were there my cousins my aunt mm-hmm. uh aunts and uncles and it was a totally different experience than the northeast right yeah. because you had super friendly and they had the accent and they had super friendly my like i remember my my uncle would come up. He'd teach at a, like a summer camp with my mom, and he was like everybody loved him because he had the mm-hmm. accent and he was nice. It was just a complete opposite. Yeah. So I grew up, you know, I grew up in the Northeast, and I kind of it's de- a hard de- town you grew up de- in. Developed man. It's hard. in this like stig- you know, this stigma of you know, somewhat introverted
0: and you were private. We didn't know our neighbors really. Nobody looks at anybody yeah. there. That was the thing that struck me when I moved there was that I lived in a beautiful town called Newton. I don't know yeah. if you know Newton, mm-hmm. so I lived in Newton, and uh, and. Even a, a nice well-to-do town like Newton, nobody looked at anybody It's <laughs> crazy They'd walk around on the street and yeah. everybody would just really keep to themselves and I, I thought it was a little strange it took it, a little of adjustment
1: yeah and, and I think that's the that's the easy it's the wee, easy way to, to deal with things to ignore them right but I mm-hmm. think that really looking at the principle of, of gratitude it's where you acknowledge and value other other people mm-hmm. and and I think that you know in business it's all about uh, relationships. Okay, and there's some principles that I've learned, especially this year. I mean, I've, I have two amazing business coaches. And they, you know, I, br- I brought them on new uh, last year mm-hmm. and I had known them, known them previously and they were really, su- still really successful. Do you very want to name successful. their names? Do you want to do uh, Or do um, they want to stay anonymous? I don't know. I, I don't have their permission. So I'm going to, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll balk on that Great one. Great guys, by the way. Uh, but yeah, they were here, I mean, they were here, last, here last week. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I, you know, learned from them, one of the many things, especially this year is just how important a foundation of people is. And especially to, you know, the building of, building of a business, because it's kind of like an orchestra you have a huge orchestra uh, and and if you have one little thing out of tune Right, it affects everything. Sure, and you look at a smaller group though, like a quartet, or it's easier to have harmony. It's easier to kind of communicate. Mm-hmm. But you know, really, when you get larger and larger, you need a conductor to be able to tell you, "Listen, you're out of tune. You're out of tune," because you can't have the eye contact. And there's different instruments playing, and different people here, and different people there. It's too much to you handle. Need, you need somebody to kind of direct. Wow, you need to, and and know. It, in rehearsal, you need to
0: work on that. You need to work on that so that everything sounds good. Okay, so, so that's what it meant the other day when you walked past my. my my desk and you were like you're out of tune and I was like what (laughs) the hell did we just we had your earphones on and you were singing yeah I just waved (laughs) (laughs) I don't know
1: what he said something about being out of tune (laughs) but that's you know I learned that I learned that this year and I think you know it's it's been it's it's difficult for me sometimes you know with 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 Paradigm, we have a, we have an awesome group and amazing people. But there's but there's a lot of them, mm. and you know, looking at and you it's know, growing, how, and a lot of them are new. Yeah, and looking at how you know how we work together, there's so many different personalities, and I think that you know you look at how everybody views the world, and it's all different. There's billions of ways to view the world, sure. right, including your own. But typically, when we're in our mind and we're thinking about things, we think everybody should view the world that we do, and when oh, that yeah. doesn't happen, the frustration creates animosity yeah you have people right?
0: protesting in Portland yeah and so that's why have, I think a yeah. lot of
1: yeah well no and I know and then it's it becomes contagious if you don't if you don't sure you know kibosh it so you because it, it bleeds from one person to another to another to and before you know it it's like it's been. Pand- it's is a done. pandemic. Yeah. So a, I, I think of bad energy. Yeah. And so I, I think you look at you know a lot of the successful companies that are out there, and they've built this this culture on principles or values, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But that's what we've you know we've tried to work on that a lot here because you know when you get to a certain level, it's kind of like going from the quartet to the orchestra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you if you're not in tune, and if you're not managing things you know the the right way according to culture then doesn't matter what you do from a marketing perspective it doesn't matter what you it's sell doesn't matter what doesn't matter what the product is okay there's going to be there's going to be some failure, and so that's what we worked on uh, this entire year. So I became just, you know, in, enthralled in this whole idea of how people work and how people think and how they work together. In your opinion, in my opinion, and all, all the they're, different why they're minds not different.
0: that are at work. Yeah. yeah, and
1: I have there's there's some guys that are here at the office that have very strong personalities and they think way different than I do. Mm-hmm. And and I it took me such like beating my head against the wall until I finally figured out, wow, their intention is like just as genuine as mine. Yeah. And it, and really through but they look at the world they analyze things differently. They ask different questions and I placed meaning, I placed meaning on certain questions and it was a totally, you know, mis, misunderstood in pretty much every scenario. So the idea is you really look at the the what I'm trying to get across which is relationships, you look at Relationships anywhere, a business setting, a family setting. You look at relationships um, just with strangers. There are some principles that will either make or, or break you. And I think that a lot of the principles associated with what's not natural to us, which is being grateful, being humble, saying hi, making eye contact, right? So you look at that and really ha- it has everything to do with everything that you ever do, right? Whether it's your family or whether it's your business or your investments or your job or I, I would I would say that this you know understanding how people work how people think is is fundamental to really anything that you're ever going to gain in life.
0: Well, and you know what makes me sad when you're in a when you're in a uh, an environment, uh, especially these new environments, these new open air environments which are so popular mm-hmm. right now, which we we have here, yep. uh, which I love by the way, came, coming out of the environment that I came out of, I love this, but it really is almost like Thanksgiving dinner every day with the cousins that you see once a year, or yep. people that you don't really know that well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's uh, me just kind of editorializing here for a second, I think it's really sad that you can't compliment people the way you want to uh, in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. You can't celebrate somebody else's ideas because it's perceived as weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in a lot of uh, different forums, you just can't do that because if you do, you're afraid you're going to be taken advantage of yep. somewhere else. Yep. I think it's a really a really harmful culture. It is, uh, and I, and it seems to me that here with what we do, I don't really see that as much, mm-hmm. uh, and and I I credit you for that, mm-hmm. and I credit maybe some life lessons that you've learned along the way mm-hmm. to to foster this new environment, which is so foreign to me, mm-hmm. but it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and it's you know it's one of the, it
1: it all happens by making just tons of mistakes and failing in a lot right. of different regards and it's it's just the will it's the willingness to learn and i think that the sooner you're able to kind of succumb to the lesson the quicker you're going to learn and that's what i would say you know this is the week of of being grateful and having grat you know and, and having the principle of gratitude in your life it's it's the the cliche term that everybody's going to be using but really understanding the how profound of a principle it is i mean that's what i don't think most people I- experience right cuz i think sure. that you know, we, we get stuck in our head. We get stuck in you know how we are in comparison to somebody else, and really we don't give regard or value to to others. But I think in the end, the the principle of wealth is really you are using yourself to create value for somebody else, and really money comes in because you're creating more value than you know what they're what they're
0: paying for. The principle of yeah. wealth. We we it's seriously like so we need to write that down somewhere. I think you actually just had a very profound quote that I. People should probably hear and concentrate on a little bit, which is the principle of wealth is your value to someone else. Yeah,
1: what is it? You know? I mean, it's money is money, and money is the receipt of that, right? If you, it's the fun side effect of that. But most people are like, well, "I don't have any money because you know my my company's stingy or the boss sucks," or the, and mm-hmm. and it's right, and that may be true, but in the end, it's nothing. That's not what you can control, right? You can mm-hmm. influence it, and how you influence it is trying to. Create more value. Try to be a higher influence, and from that, that's where the gain will come. But a lot of people are saying, "Well, if I were that person, I would consider myself valuable. So therefore, they should pay me more money or something like that." Well,
0: it's that culture of entitlement, and and maybe that's an an entirely different show altogether. (laughs) But it goes back to the central thing that we were saying, which is you can't really show a lot of those Mm -mm. more gracious, um, baser senses because you don't want to come across as weak or yep. come up against somebody who's more entitled than you are. Yep, and I think and we then all you suffer.
1: Yeah, we carry that chip. I mean, everybody carries a chip on their shoulder, right? And it's one of those and it's one of those things where you show up to the family events and it's like, oh, you know, cousin Johnny, he did this when I was ten, and he, you know, pulled down my pants in front of everybody, or, or he did, you know, just, wow. just or just, you know, that's assault, brother. That was, that was totally like off the, but you know, it's tell us those, about your cousin uh, Johnny. Yeah, Patrick. I don't have a cousin Johnny, but, <laughs> but no, the the idea is like they did something that was embarrassing. You know, they did this or they jaded me here, and I think that mm-hmm. we, you know, we carry carry those grudges and we don't, you know, forgive, we don't, and I, and I think that, you know, and I'm just as guilty as everybody else, but I think that, you know, the, the situations that I'm in, whether it's, you know, with family or with friends, yeah. when you're able to bury that hatchet, when you're able to really, you know, pump yourself and be grateful for what, you know, the benefit is and not remember all the
0: past wounds that were created. Well, this I is, think the, that's, I
1: think that's empowering.
0: This is, a, this, you've opened up a great door here because you, as the, the figurehead of this company, uh, you've got a bunch of alphas that work here. Mm-hmm. Me being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you've got fifty of them running around here. Uh, how do you do it? How do you have that confrontation and then not hold the grudges? Uh, did your business coaches offer up any advice to you about this, or advice that we can share with uh, not only internally here in the office, but with people that are listening now? What kind of uh, advice could you impart with them? Well, that's a good man. That's a good question. I don't. I don't.
1: So I, I wouldn't say there's anything uh, specific, and I wouldn't. I don't, maybe I'll reference a book as I'm I'm talking, but I don't know. I, I just try to. What I, I always come to the idea that if I'm facing this, somebody had to have faced it before, right? If somebody mm-hmm. has this issue, why do we have to recreate something? Somebody had to have done. It. So I always I always resort resort to that. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it comes to Alpha, um, it's Alpha really is about people value themselves it's right it's this like natural instinct to protect yourself right which is right. i'm this i'm this in comparison to somebody else i have to be superior or else i fail it's like this natural it's this sure. weird kind of weird natural instinct that we have And I look at that and I say, well, but everybody does have something that's valuable. And if somebody, if you really want to make a connection with somebody, you find what's valuable, what's important to them. And, and you make, and you make the connection. You ask those questions, you show that you, you show that you care. And with a lot of the guys here, I'm not perfect at it at all. Um, but you know with a lot of guys here pe- people are really smart here and they they understand certain things and oftentimes because of like technology it's so for- so foreign i was it was funny i was at, i was at um, you know lunch with uh, with somebody today mm-hmm. and we were having a conversation he was an older older gentleman and he you know was like you know think about like 50 years ago mm-hmm. and you were to explain to somebody 50 years ago yeah you know in, in 50 years you're going to have kids online and they're playing these like war games and killing each other. Like, it, it sounds like it's so, it, it, we're, we're, we're on this playing field where, you know, it's so normal today, mm-hmm. right? Because of all the different video games that are out there and whatever, yeah. and all the TV shows. Which really, I love. You, I love video games, by the way. But if you think yeah. about it, it's like, how how odd is that? Would that have been to somebody, you know, 50 or 100 years ago? Oh, so the right? idea, yeah. yeah so the I, the idea is you know you really you really look at just where we're at as as a society and you know people have this kind of competitive competitive nature um and it's kind of progressing but people in the end just want to feel they want to feel loved they want to hug they want to feel <laughs> they want to feel valued right and i think that you know th- there's i don't know the, the stereotypical man is is not you know he, they're not
0: they're not expecting that. People are just at battle all the time. So do you worry as a CEO of a very successful company and a rising media star, do you worry about um, about about showing gratitude yourself? Is this something that, that causes you any sort of trepidation or fear when you have to, I don't when you have to is a bad way of, of wording that, when you get to praise an employee, mm-hmm. um, do you have any sort of, well, I don't know, I need to be careful about how I praise this person or... Does that go through your mind at all? It does sometimes. That's a good. That's a good observation. I
1: mean, I do you, I always, you hold back on your own sincerity at yeah, times? That's I think the boss? I do. I think I do. And it's, I don't know. It's one of those because again, it's a natural. It's his natural instinct. And typically, you know, if you have a natural, if you have a natural instinct, I always look at. The best thing that you can do is do the opposite of that natural instinct, and we've talked about on the podcast. We haven't talked about this, oh, but man. You know, he, but the George Costanza principle, which is you know the video we've referenced it a million times, but right. we can put it on the the show notes again. George but it's, Costanza, it's, it's hilarious where he does everything the opposite and everything works and out. He and Everything works out for him. Yeah. so it's really I, I look to that, and you know, I still my natural inclination is. You know, to, to be introverted, to be reserved, right, to hold that back. Mm-hmm. But the moments that I do kind of release that, and I'm really grateful and express that in a genuine way, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it never fails. That, not that ne- it never It never fails. It's
0: amazing how counterintuitive life can be. Uh, and that just uh, it goes to the bigger picture of hey look you're every single one of us is operating inside a certain box mm-hmm. and I think that's really what you're saying is hey step outside of that box yep. go against your own intuition sometimes because uh, at the very least you're gonna learn something yeah at the very least you'll learn uh always at- the, the box is you've already learned it right if you want to learn
1: something else I mean learning I mean learning comes from disruption and, and being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you know, I think if, if there is any semblance of uh, discomfort or uh, or un you know disease or sickness or depression or whatever, I mean mm. I think it's I think it is in a sense it there's the, the cure is is not hard, right? The cure is making it about somebody else as opposed to making it about you. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to the principle of wealth, that's how wealth is created. You just do a ton for somebody else. Bill Gates did a ton. The world that's why he has a lot of money money just didn't appear in his bank account Mm -hmm. right so that and that's I think if people really looked at wow how can I help that person how can I do this how can I do it it, it's just creating value and it's going to be very interesting way to think
0: about it's um, it's a, a totally different way of looking at capitalism that i think a lot of people including myself haven't really thought about mm-hmm. if yeah if you take a look at bill gates richard branson steve mm-hmm. jobs all of these people provided enormous benefit and service yeah. to others yeah. and the side effect was them getting unbelievably wealthy for sure and i think yeah you, most people will most people if you
1: were to ask they they associate capitalism with exploiting somebody else or screwing somebody else yeah. in in exchange for you know taking taking their money but right. that's not i mean if you look at one of Ayn Rand's really really cool books, not her, one of her novels, but the book she wrote to talk through kind of her, the, the fundamental principles of yeah, those books. Yeah, there's a lot of
0: those out there that I think people need to go check yeah, out. I mean, it's-
1: she calls capitalism an ideal. She said capitalism, the unknown ideal. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it is an ideal if you really look at the fundamentals of it because it's people really striving to create value, to change the world, to innovate. It's kind of like Elon Musk. Now, it could be argued, but you know, Elon Musk has done a lot now he's taken advantage of subsidies and you know things like that but i would say that i would look at that as a really saying wow how can i build my bank account better no he's like how can i like there's a video that came out this week that was amazing that showed like how the the, the, solar, new, is the, the solar panels or was no it, no, no, the it was one? the new t- the new tesla and they came out with a video oh right where, where yeah. it showed like what the computer is looking it shows all the different angles of the computer and what it's doing it's i was just
0: watching this downstairs just barely Were you really yeah, yeah it's, so it's awesome yeah so
1: it's one of those things is elon musk like saying how can i no he's like saying how can i how can i get cars to drive themselves right how could and how much how valuable would that be for everybody how many lives would be saved nobody has to drive and you don't have to pay for gas so it's it, so it's one of those things where i think in the end i don't know how this has what this has to do with gratitude that's what i'm trying to figure out but well, i would, what it I would has say to, it's more of just like it's the it's the different it's an it's the Motivation, really, it's the the intention behind the actions, the I, motivation yes. behind it.
0: Yeah, I think if you value people more, you're going to strive to serve people more, which will in turn make you more money. Yeah, and
1: I, and you know, it's it's the the I we we talked about this before, and this kind of sounds cliche too, but you know, wealth isn't just a, it isn't just money. Wealth is your relationships, right? Right. So if you look at you know your if you had all the money in the world. But you lost your family, lost your business, and you, your body was sick. I mean, who cares? And it most, doesn't people, matter. most people would exchange all, any, all money for anything that they could have back. But yet, most people are sacrificing that stuff to get money, yeah. which is interesting.
0: I think that there's, uh, I think there's probably a lot of people that are listening right now. <clears throat> I've been one of these people. I've enjoyed great success in my lifetime mm-hmm. in my career, but I've also uh, endured tremendous failure. To the point where the the failure and losing a lot of that money was me understanding, okay, well, that didn't really mean all that much. Mm-hmm. It's all this other stuff. It's me being grateful for really simple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's me being grateful for family. It's me being grateful for health. It's mm-hmm. it's all of those cliches that you're talking mm-hmm. about. But cliched or not, that really is the, the most important thing. These are the most important values that you can celebrate in your lifetime. Yep. That's wealth. Yep. in my opinion, I agree. man. I think that you know the pursuit, the way the pursuit is is one of these like
1: mainstream ideas. It's like the Northeast, right? You you have this way that it's the way that it is, I and mean, I think people mm-hmm. really use that as like their cr- their crutch. But right. In the end, I mean, I, I think this week and you know in the in the weeks to come as we celebrate the holidays, we're gonna, we're going to get to see family we're gonna get to interact with them and really pay attention to it's a bit like you're gonna have to amazing. interact with them yeah, yeah and i don't you know and i've been in utah now for, for 13 years and you know other than my little brother you know my parents are we only see them a couple times a year my, my other brother who's in denver it's hard man and, and other other family too there's some family i haven't seen in, in years but it's you know it's really the connection there and paying attention to wow this is this is awesome and I, you know, playing full out be, being fully engaged in you know conversation and and really complimenting or being nice it goes such a it just goes such a, a long way and it never it
0: can never it can
1: never if it's genuine, it can never yeah. fail.
0: Can I can I ask you a question? I want I want to kind of strip away some layers here and I I want to ask you a very honest question. How often do you step back you personally? how often do you step back and take a look at what you've built here mm-hmm. and go? This is so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, really? How? Because it's easy to get in that bubble. It's what we've been talking about this whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, that's. I don't know if I do it at, at all. Because um,
1: with me, I look at it as I really haven't. I haven't built. I've created an environment. I think the only thing that I maybe would take credit for is just getting a bunch of people that are smart together, so they can create some create things. You have that a are, lot of very cool. smart people here. Because it's not because. I mean, there's a lot of guys here and again it's it's one it's one of those these things where, you know, you have people have so many different talents and abilities and they're intelligent in so many different aspects, which I'm not. I'm not very talented or smart well, I think with we really can say, anything. But I, I think
0: I think we can say, Look, we have a former nuclear submarine captain, yeah, commander who works here. <laughs> we have lawyers that work here, we have people out of the entertainment industry who work here. Mm-hmm. We have a wide variety of people from skateboarders and snowboarders to yep. hockey players to... And our dev guys. Some of our dev guys, like our developers, oh, guys are
1: like brilliant. And it's... And yeah, and it, but it's one of those things where everybody has... It's like the orchestra, right? You have this... You know, you have an amazing trombone player, but if you were to put a trombone and play in, you know, in in Radio City Music Hall, it it would. I mean, if it's a good trombone player, okay, but but you're not gonna have tens of thousands of people show up to listen to that. No, right? It's really they're showing up to see all the utility players. yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's more of it's more of that. And I'm not really good at any of them. It's just I. I mean, I don't know. And well, that's what I, you need to do
0: this holiday season. Then that's what you that. need to do, Patrick. Is you need to sit back this Thanksgiving Take conducting and Conducting lessons. Wow, this is awesome! <laughs> mm-hmm. What you have built here, because uh, you've I, the company is is flourishing. It's thriving, really. Uh, but you've got a lot of incredible people here, mm-hmm. and uh, different than other places I've worked, everybody's really motivated to make this theirs. Which you don't. A lot of people are just. In it for a paycheck, Mm -hmm. not here. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of passion here. So you owe that to yourself. Mm -hmm. You owe that to Mm -hmm. your executive team and what they do to foster this more gracious environment where the people are just treated better. And um, I think there's an awful lot that people could be learned from watching what you guys have done here. Yeah, so the pr- principle is do the exact opposite of what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so take away the take away the hot pockets <laughs> and the airheads. Take away <laughs> yeah, we'll take put away in all the
1: celery and, and carrot sticks. <laughs> and uh,
0: fifteen minute breaks
1: and that's it. There you go. Yeah. No, right. But no, it's one yeah, it's one of those I don't know, I think I think all life is is whether it's business or or family or I mean, you're, there's never a utopia, right? There's always there's always something that's out of balance, mm-hmm. and but I would say once you're able to connect the dots between, you know, whether it's what does it take to have a healthy body, you know, sleep and you know, pr- eat put good, fu- put good fuel in 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 it, um, for you know, for relationships, right? It's uh, doing more than that's given to you. It's same principle of wealth, right? Creating more mm-hmm. value than than is received. You know, it's the idea behind you know being a good neighbor, being there's all. I think there's so many principles that relate to all aspects of of life, and I, I mean, I, I maybe I've made connections with with some of them, but but in the end, I would I would say that you know the the less ego you have, the more you can let that go, the more you appreciate others. Uh, the more value you create, it, it all results in the end to the same thing, which is you have more, right? The the rule of reciprocity, it it works, and if you if you give, if you create, it it comes back to you. And I'm still I still learn, I still have a long way to go, you know. And it's especially with like you know my family and with my my girls and it's there's just so many there's there's aspects of life that i think you know that i think it works well for people but admitting that there's f- failure i don't even think you know when you said that there's failure i don't think it's fa- i don't think it's failure it's just it's one of those things where you know the the perfection this utopia doesn't it doesn't exist it's always this like course correcting it's like i, I wrote in our weekly weekly email said it's like t- taking off on an airplane right you take off but it's not even though a pilot may go the same route every single day right it doesn't mean that the environment is going to be the same right. right the environment is always going to be changing and you have to make little shifts and little course corrections so and i think we talked about that with the with the OODA Loop. but it's yep. the same thing it's the same thing in life right and i think this you know this week we have the opportunity to maybe make amends right maybe correct some things that that weren't right and maybe things that we've just and done be uncomfortable over, and be uncomfortable i think yeah. again b- Uncomfortable is good, but nobody wants to to get into that situation, right? So I think that you know being uncomfortable often takes you out of your funk or out of your paradigm, and you resolve issues
0: that are probably really easy to resolve. You could really get me going here because I think um, I, again it, it gets a little political uh, because that's the world I, I know really well. But when you have college campuses that have crying rooms and safe rooms and kids not taking exams because they're upset what what all these people are doing are trying to keep people as comfortable as long as they can. And I think the intention is is very pure and very mm-hmm. good. But nobody learns anything. Nobody mm-hmm. grows, nobody develops. And I to to really get anywhere in this world, you've just got to be tougher than that, and you've got to be uncomfortable. Uh, but you also need to be gracious at the same time. And I think I think all that discomfort really does help people become more gracious in the long run. Mm-hmm. You learn an appreciation for, for failure, which it all kind of winds back around. It's that Thomas Edison quote where uh, they said, well, when he when he finally invented the light bulb and they said, well, geez, why didn't you give up? You How many times did you try to do this? And he said, it was, oh, it was over 2,000 times. Mm-hmm. And in and 2,000 tries, you didn't give up. And he said, no, I learned 2,000 different ways not to make That's a light bulb. Yep. Yeah, And I think everybody's heard that. It's a yeah. pretty cliched quote, but... Um, but that's what goes to what we're talking about. But that's the thing. It's like it, it, it's and
1: what, what's also fascinating with Edison and with, um, with Einstein, right? Is when when Edison like finally like he, he was throwing in the towel, like his final mm-hmm. kind of final tribes and you know creating the the, uh, candescent light bulb, you know it, it was he he gave up and then finally the missing piece like, and the same thing with Einstein, the theory of relativity, right? He like totally went on to a different project tried to do this thing forever, went on to a different project, but he gave it up. Mm-hmm. And when he like just gave up and said, I can't do it. I'm humble. I'm, I'm whatever. That's when all the inspiration came. It's, it's odd how that, how that happens in, you know, in, in conjunction with continue to try different, different things. But I would say, you know, in that light or in that respect, you know, in the end you have control over how you behave, how you think and what you do. Mm-hmm. And if you're comfortable you know being quiet or comfortable being introverted or being comfortable you know holding a grudge against, against uncle tony right it's, it's I have an uncle tony and he's awesome by the way <laughs> but it's one of those yeah it's one of those things where you know it's uncomfortable to get outside the comfort zone but the, there's a cliche you know quote out there which is no growth happens inside the comfort zone so it's mm. you know it, it's that it's that idea but you know it's the same thing with with uh, you know, improving your career or or learning different things and new things. I mean, look at how disrupting technology is going to be in the next five years. It's scary. Two years, three years. It's scary to think I mean, there's about. There's going to be jobs, right? I mean, imagine even with like our developers, guys that like build databases and they build these really cool things that work. I mean, go try to explain that to somebody 20 years ago. Oh, you do... Th- it, there are going to be jobs like that which 20 which years don't ago, even exist right now 20
0: years ago people were using numbers on a calculator to spell boobs <laughs> that's, that's awesome. what people were doing yeah. 20 years ago okay those now, were the first developers Patrick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, and it's and it's interesting to see you know just how how it's totally taken off and just the complexity of development and what's developed yeah anyway so we and we have some really cool guys that do amazing things that you can't explain to somebody else that's not you know at least somewhat familiar with it I mean just go on github register for something and read stuff you won't understand a thing yeah. even though it's in English
0: Right. so the idea oh, is that half my day the here the
1: future is going to be like that so my point with all of this is we're in the midst of this massive disruption yeah. and you're going to be forced out of your comfort zone so I would say that it's probably good to just do it of your own volition right now mm-hmm. as opposed to it being imposed and uh, enforced upon you because it'll happen no matter what and disruption is hard for people people become you know habitual they're being you know they're stuck in these ways and this is how it is. And this is how it's always going to be. And if that's disrupted, I mean, the longer it goes on, the harder it is for somebody to cope with that disruption.
0: Yeah. Well, I know we're throwing out a lot of weird quotes here, but I I was, uh, I believe it was General Stanley McChrystal. I was reading his book and there's a quote in there about one of the first things they teach you when you become a special forces operator in the US military Mm -hmm. is to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what, that's one of the first qualities that they seek out in mm-hmm. in a prospective candidate to, to go and do this line of work is can this person adapt and be comfortable being uncomfortable? And I think that uh, there's that's a pretty simple statement, but think of, I, when you think about the depth and if you can master that, think about how the world is just laid out in front of you if you can master being uncomfortable. Yeah know no that's
1: again, the, I think we've talked about this on the show a bit billion times because this is just how I it's how I think and what I believe but I I try to make things uh, un- uncomfortable because I know that if I'm in those situations right I'm going to you know i'm going to grow i'm going to have something that i learn i mean this year is is representative of that i mean the the yeah. challenge this year as we talked about you know before was you know really trying to get a a good a good culture and creating that as the foundation for things we'll build on top of it and it is hard because everybody's different and it's hard for some people to interact with others and but in the end that harmony is insanely powerful. Okay. Because it creates all sorts of minds working together. But if you have grudges or wedges here, there, this person said that, or that person said this, and you know, it's one of those, it, it, it will prevent all sorts of growth from happening. And I, I think that- I,
0: I wonder what would happen in, a, in an environment, whether at the Thanksgiving dinner table or in an environment like like we have here, if you just said, okay, look, you know, I'm, I'm really not getting along with this person I'm going to be the better person here, I'm going to approach them, I'm going to be uncomfortable, yeah. and I'm going to go say something positive to this guy, yep. or this, this woman, and and just see what happens. Yeah. Imagine what kind of change could take place mm-hmm around the world, if everybody just did that for a second. I know it's kind of a hippie kind of an, an attitude to have, but I really do think it's true that our world could be, our environment could be much different. Yeah. With no. simple gestures like that.
1: I think it, it, and again, it is, I mean, think of the anxiety it is, is like having to like go and talk to somebody about that thing. And it, I mean, it's not, it's not, It, I don't think it's natural, but again, I think the sign that it's the right thing to do is that it feels not natural. It feels Un, uncomfortable and if you sooner sooner you deal with it sooner you're gonna experience like wow that's why i say you know it the best thing you can do if you're like in the dumps is to like go and do something for somebody go and just you that's know, send very an email true. or go and you know pay for you know go get mcdonald's and go down to the street and give you know give food to to people that are homeless i mean it's just mm-hmm. one of those one of those principles where it's not natural but when you do something for somebody else you say something you compliment I mean, it's, it's, it's magic for, magic. Well, I got to hand
0: it to you because, uh, you know, one of the things that I do here with you is, uh, I'm handling uh, a lot of the media relations stuff and mm-hmm. getting you to do this, uh, because you are very introverted. I, we're going to mm-hmm. be getting you on TV. We're going to get you writing books. We're going to get you doing all kinds of things. And it's like, yeah, I know Chunga. Yeah, I know i know yeah okay well the thing is with me
1: it's like i'm talking to you i mean that's that's how i look at this yeah if if there was
0: thousands and thousands of people i would not be i probably would not be talking like this right right now oh no we you will be we'll we'll get you there um but i i really do think that you've you've uh you've hit on a a bunch of really really important things here is we've kind of meandered in and out of this topic but that's that's what thanksgiving really is right just Mm -hmm. sitting around and kind of Thinking about things that you're grateful for and things that you can do better in your mm-hmm. life, and um, well, boy, I've got yeah. a laundry list. You know, we have a couple more minutes, but I but I, I kind of want to throw one more wrench in
1: things. Okay. Okay. And I wrote down you know some some notes, mom um, as I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, how you know it's gratitude. We don't want to make it like this. You know, it's this touchy feel. And I'm thankful for you know you know yeah, which so, is hard not to do. Hard not thinking... to do. Yeah. It isn't. But I think you know some of the things we've talked about over the last few weeks. Uh, had to do with the political environment. Right. And I was thinking about it this morning, and I was talking to a guy at the at the gym, and you know, I'm gonna bring Donald Trump into this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Donald Trump, you know, basically did the opposite of a lot of different ways in which you approach things, right? Mm, and people thought and he was crazy. He he ticked people off. He yeah. said this it's like what the heck you don't say that right. and he did this and he had this person it's it's amazing he did everything that was the opposite but look at look at what happened now right. whether you like him or hate him that's just that's that's business sense right because in the end it's really what touches people it's what disrupts people right. okay that it, that they're not expecting it's coming from left field it's coming from all angles and i think that's what the principle of it sounds weird but that's what the principle of gratitude is gratitude is not common right the yeah. left field approach of somebody saying i'm sorry or hey how are you doing you know how are things going to be? really truly valuing a conversation it's so left field and unnatural but it it works it's the same same principle as yeah, as, I
0: think people would be surprised how as quickly Donald Trump <laughs>
1: You know what? As, as if this conversation didn't, you know, wasn't weird enough. Well, as the thing was.
0: that scares me though is that what you're saying is absolutely true. But I'm, I'm afraid that there's probably five or ten guys, and it is, it's guys, it's not women, it's dudes that are listening to this right now, and they're going to walk into their office, they're going to shotgun a beer, let a ten second fart, and say, "Look, this is the exact opposite <laughs> of what I was supposed to do." Thank you, Patrick Donahoe. Oh, well. And so, so just you know, understand that this is you know, with a grain of salt, he's telling you to do things. You know, yeah, know, somewhat counterintuitive. And... Don't take
1: it literal. Like I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. it's more of like it's circumstantial. Yeah, it's it's kind of the what's the what's the Jim Carrey movie? Um, liar, liar. No, it's the other one. Oh, yes, man, yes, man, yes, man. <laughs> yeah. We're at the end. You know. They yeah they donated all these clothes to to charity because everybody in the conference was saying yes so they just had them you know yeah take off all the clothes which was a great, the a great movie anyway that's that's an, that's there's a lot of principles in there we should do a whole podcast on yes Man. oh anyway, absolutely but then that all that is is getting people outside their their comfort zone uh-huh. right but it's it's the opposite it's the it's the unnatural you know in, inclination but in the end yeah I would I would say that you know really I think most people hopefully will not use this as an excuse to you know shotgun to- a beer right <laughs> yeah. in the middle of work. But it's it's those things where it's like, you know, really, I think internally we know, wow, we should probably say sorry. It was probably our fault. And even if it wasn't, maybe they think it was. And that's why they're not doing I mean, in the end, I think that it, it will never it'll never hurt to treat somebody that way. And yeah. to let go of your ego, let go of your pride, and Man, handle it. It's hard that though. Issue. It's super hard because it's unnatural, and it's not our natural. Yeah. Inc- it's not our natural inclination. But it always, it always works. Complimenting somebody, um, saying hi, holding the door, you know, helping somebody, you know, offering your chair, offering your seat on the bus. It's, it's not. It's not natural. But everybody
0: knows what it feels like to do stuff like that. It, it really is funny to see what happens with people when, when you do do this. I, I, I'm at Cheesecake Factory with the marketing team a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and I held the door open for a young couple with a baby mm-hmm. walking in, and they looked at me like I had three arms. <laughs> they, they were so stunned. I said, hey, I hope you guys have a great day. And they, 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 were, they were so taken aback, they didn't yeah. really even really know how to respond. Mm-hmm. I they're, think that's horrible. Like,
1: that's that Chunga. That's that. Ch- Isn't that that Chunga guy?
0: <laughs> I, I doubt that. <laughs> just,
1: does he work here now?
0: So the it's Cheesecake and, Factory.
1: So I think in the you know in the end that's I mean I try, and by no means just ask my wife, but I'm not per, I'm not perfect at that. But I, I think you know the the reading and just, just kind of seeing how people interact. I mean that and that was you know that was required here, right? Because yeah. there was some you know there was there's. 'Cause you do have a lot of alpha people in it. There's conflict and there's things that are difficult and people disagree and you know, it holds up it holds up meetings and it hold and or holds up projects or people are offended and it's like the even though like the intention to, 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 were at the right it, it, you still when you have a lot a big group of people together mm-hmm. right there are all sorts of different personalities there's always going to be conf, there's always going to be conflict unless there is this fundamental set of values and rules that you have as far as how you engage with people and i think in the end if you are if you do acknowledge that other people are different and they think different they'll say things based on that but it doesn't mean their intention is wrong
0: Right. There's, no, it's, it's always, the exact
1: opposite, actually. Yeah. And that's that's where, you know, really building a culture on those values. You you don't get offended. You understand the perspective. You value it. And if it fits great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But really treating people as, you know, kind of golden
0: rule. We might as well just keep well, going, on, keep going is, on all
1: the cliched sayings, but well, the golden rule is it definitely applies.
0: Well, and I think um, there's a great Steve Jobs story. If we have the time, I don't know if we have the time. Maybe you've heard this. It's a, we're not we're not like on X ninety six, dude. Where, yeah, that's, this is that's, like, we have all the time in that's the world. True. We can
1: do we could pull like a Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss.
0: Okay. Well, there's this great Steve Jobs story, and I I I'm, I will probably reference him a lot over the next couple of weeks because I'm reading the book, the big thick Jobs book, which cool. is phenomenal if you haven't read it. But there's a story in there about how Steve went to his uh, Steve Jobs went to his grandpa's house, uh, his farm for a weekend and didn't want to go and was mad and was upset that he was going to go hang out with these old people and he was of that age i think he was like 13 14 something like that and his grandpa said one of the first things we're going to do is we're going to go around and we're going to pick up a bunch of rocks and Jobs didn't want to be there to begin with So he's mad and he says why are we doing this Oh I'm going to I'm gonna show you something It's it's really cool what we're going to do We're going to pick up all these rocks and we're going to throw them in this machine And they're just going to sit and turn all night long And we're going to wake up in the morning We'll get up early and we'll come out And these rocks are going to look like jewels And he was like well How does that happen I don't understand And he goes just watch so the next day he goes And they go to the, the, the little tumbler And they pull out all these rocks and these rocks are beautiful And he said, well, how did this happen? He said, it's the friction that makes things beautiful. And if you can look at inner office uh, debate and struggle Mm -hmm. and sometimes conflict, Mm -hmm. it really is sometimes that friction that can turn things into something very, very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's understanding that and being grateful for all of these different opinions and having the gratitude of somebody having a strong, passionate voice Mm -hmm. And having an appreciation for that, that may very well make you yourself extremely successful.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's a there's a book we referenced before, and Blair Singer wrote a team. He wrote a couple other books, but wrote Team Cone of Otter, and and he was on our he was one of our keynotes a few years ago on the on the uh, the first Cash Flow mm-hmm. Summit. Mm-hmm. And you know he this this book really talked about you know when there is those hard times that's the true test of a of a company or a culture where you're able to resolve it it doesn't fail because of it because when the conflict exists that's one thing right conflict if you know or getting outside of your comfort zone it's good but it can be detrimental if you don't understand the process because sure. if you're out of the comfort zone you got to do something. You got to do something different. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, then you may be outside for a while. So it's really, you know, it's not necessarily getting outside the comfort zone, but it's doing something different. It's being different than you were before. And really, if there's, you know, internal conflict, whether it's an office or a family, it's not the fact that there's conflict, it's what are you going to do about it how and are so, you how
0: are you gonna handle it yeah, yeah
1: so team could of Honor. even he, I mean, he goes through a lot of different scenarios right but he uses one of his own where you know company was having a hard time and it really needed to you know pick up its and he didn't have the wherewithal to do it and this is uh, Blair and it, but his company because of what he had taught them started to pick up those pieces mm-hmm. and started to bring things back together and it's and, you know act according to their Instituted values, so I, I think in the end it's really understanding the nature of conflict of challenge and then doing something about it. And I don't know. In in the end, we are stronger than we typically give ourselves credit for. I'd say always, always that's always the case. Yep. Yeah, and it's one. And if now we may have to to really you know put forth more effort than we have before because when you're comfortable. You don't don't want to do that. You're in the air. There's no headwind. There's no tailwind. It's, you know, you're, you're perfect. You don't have to do hardly any put on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Right. But once the storm, if you keep it on autopilot, not good. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know. I think one of the things is you're always going to have differing opinions. Okay. Mm -hmm. But in the end, what are the values that, you know, allow you to align once there is conflict, once there is uh you know, a difficult situation, once there is disagreement. So and I would think that applies to to everything business, politics. I mean, think about it in the political arena. If there were principles that they all believed in, right, and held as far as core, there's disruption, there's conflict all the time. It will never not be But it there. will resolve itself if there were those you know fundamental fundamental principles. But that's another yep. that's another we could We could
0: spend another hour talking about that. that for sure.
1: But anyway, that's that's that's, that's kinda what I thought about about is I just I look at you know typically what we assume as the the solution probably isn't it's probably the opposite and what we're naturally inclined to do you probably should do the opposite especially if there's a difficult situation so in the end I think Thanksgiving you know it's a great it's a great time to put those you know things into practice you're going to have a lot of opportunities to do it and it's the theme don't I would say just take advantage of it it. don't be shy do it take advantage of it resolve things you know act uh, against your natural inclination and it'll probably work
0: start this Thanksgiving
1: let's do it start
0: with the family and then work your way out to the job
1: okay let's do it I like it I'm down well listen man happy Thanksgiving (laughs) same to you same to you you'll get some time off with your family yeah I'm looking forward
0: to it eat up I'm gonna go beat people up at Walmart for cheap TVs, and it's gonna be <laughs> no, great. No, you're not. If I see you on no. Channel Two, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna chunga. be sitting
1: at home in my jammies doing nothing. That's what I'm doing. Cool, man. Well, yeah. we'll uh, we'll we'll do our podcast uh, next week, but everyone. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving! Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far and haven't <laughs> turned us off already for our ranting, but uh, but and thank you, thank you for your support. Really appreciate it. If uh, again on YouTube, we started to record a lot of our podcasts. So if you want to see us in the flesh, go to YouTube. Definitely go to YouTube for sure. All right, everyone, have a good week. Talk to you next week.
0: You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Radio Show. Your gold standard in everything financial.